Oh my God. Hi, it's me, Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters. This is the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because you know, it's popular and popular things are just better. Uh, back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We'd all be together in the same studio. Can you even imagine such a thing now? That's frowned upon. That's that's more frowned upon than Gerard Carmichael's Golden Globes monologue. Good Lord. So for now, it is one comic against another. We're on Zoom. We're scattered all over the world. And to win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the comebacks that they've been saving up in a notes app, just waiting for the right moment to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus, which will automatically give a person's opinion on Nicolas Cage just getting his life as Dracula in the Renfield trailer. More weight than a civilian's, and that's important in this day and age. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Our first is a comedian and a writer. Her upcoming album, People Pleaser, will be out on February 9th. It is Chase O'Donnell. Welcome, <gasps> Chase. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Thank you for having ah, me. <laughs> we're so excited. We are so excited. Uh, do you consider yourself a people pleaser? Uh-huh. Chase O'Donnell? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I identify as a people pleaser, but I'm working on it. I really uh-huh. am trying not to be. And I've gotten uh-huh. better throughout the years. Okay. I okay. still have some tendencies, though. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have an Irish last name. I'm assuming you're Catholic. This may all, you know, it may be part of of one unified thing. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, You know, my dad's Catholic. My mom's Jewish. I'm not any. I'm just, they raised us to be whatever. But I think I have the guilt from both religions going thing. on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a powerful thing. It's powerful. <laughs> it's powerful. Well, yeah. We are pleased you're here. You've already pleased me. Oh, you good. You don't have to do anything more. You don't have to do anything more. Except win. Except get more points oh, than our second contestant. Don't tell me. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not just you. You have competition. <laughs> he, too, is a comedian. You can check out his BBC Sound series, The Dream Factory. International Waters alumnus, Jaws Norris. Hello, Jaws. Hello. Thanks for having me. How are you? Lovely Thank to be so back. Much for coming back. Yeah. Nice to have you. Yeah. Pleasure. Uh, Lovely to be here. How is everything? How's everything in London? At the it's all right. It's um, it's been raining today. You said you lost, mm-hmm. you finished your rain this week. I think we just we're, got we're it. We're in a brief, a brief period of sunny skies. I think it's hopped over, place. and then it'll hop it's back right over. But yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm enjoying 2023. I've decided Good. I might make it my year. I think I've, I've heard people say that. Ooh. People say this is going to be my year. I'm thinking maybe oh. I'll maybe I'll do that. I don't really know what, what it cool means. Idea. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you do it? Try it out. Yeah. Uh, I, you you like do self-improvement things for like four days, oh. four to six days. Okay. And then, and then you, you know, stop. And then you, and then you kind of stop. Oh yeah, that then sounds you, great. Then you sort of, yeah. Then you sort of have like your first major hangover of the year. And you're like, cool. And then you just go back to doing life as you normally do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm going to do that next think. January. Yeah. Yeah. Great. There you go. There you go. My thing right now, uh, the cold plunge. Cold oh, yeah? plunge or cold shower. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing that every day so far. I like it. 
What is it? I don't know. It's helping. You start with a cold well, shower. Um, yeah, I, I will either jump into our non-heated pool, which in, in, at this time of year is very, very cold. You got a pool, and it's bracing. Yeah, That's it's cool. overflowing right now because of the rain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, right now it's literally like full of rain. So I don't do that. <laughs> Instead, I'm doing a shower. I just I just take a regular shower, but in freezing cold water, and it it wakes me up, helps me focus a little bit, uh, teaches me an important lesson about uh, about um, the inevitability of pain. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then I go on about my day. Nice. Nice. How well, long will you keep doing it? Another three days? I, I, it's it's Thursday right now. I, I, if it lasts until Saturday, yeah. it will be a miracle. <laughs> uh, okay, now you have met our players. It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this week, pop culturally speaking. So, uh, contestants, if you are ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story or person or event or uh, killer robot friend. Uh, of the last week or two. Uh, Chase, we'll begin with you. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Can I, oh. can I just say, I know uh-huh. Harry and Meghan are, like, big in the news. So that's an option. Or I have one about Hillary Duff. Can you let me know which one you'd prefer? I mean, I'm obviously much more curious about Hillary Duff. Okay. At this moment in time. Okay. So wait on me. I was worried you would say that. So this is a true, <laughs> this is true. This is in the news. I just think it's highly overlooked. Um, this just in, Hillary Duff is allergic to scallops. It, it, it just Our Hillary out. Duff? Our Hillary Duff. She posted a picture <laughs> of herself with lips. Everyone goes, oh, no. are these oh, fillers? Oh, does, oh, did no. she get filler? No. Allergic to scallops. And she made a post that she's going to stay far away from all seafood just to be safe. Well, I think she's Wise. got to. I think yeah. she's got to. I you think she's not those lips. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you believe? Tough. Highly oh, overlooked wow. story of the week. That is super overlooked. Mm-hmm. Hillary Duff, but you know what? <laughs> it, with her Lizzie McGuire spirit, she has overcome that allergy. She has uh, charted a new life path for herself. Mm-hmm. She is dressed for success on her dinner plates, mm-hmm. and she is moving forward into 2023 confidently and with regular sized lips, unless she also does get fillers, but a more subtle. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, she's she really is just powering ahead. She's not letting she's the scallop allergy stop her. So we're really, oh God, that's... really but happy she, for her. Had she never eaten that's a scallop? Is this a, a new know, allergy that's developed? In the she article, never eaten? she said yeah. she was suspicious. She oh. said... This suspicion was, you know, what's it called? Just clarified. Confirmed, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. By, by the, yeah. it was confirmed. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. she always had this suspicion, but it is now officially confirmed. <laughs> she heard a rumor that she was allergic <laughs> to scallops. And yeah. she never really followed up on it. <laughs> sure yeah. enough. Sure she enough. She had a scallop. They were right. That mouth just blew right up. Oh, yeah. You God. should see the pic if you want to look it up. It's well, I, mean, yeah. I think you know exactly where I'm yeah, going. Yeah, let's have a look here. And that's the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Duff. Duff is your buzz oh, in word for the Okay, moment. great. I was worried it was going to be scallops, so I like Duff that's better. That's too much. Yeah, that's okay. too much. Okay. Duff. I think Duff. Duff. Uh, Got it. Josh Norris. Good lord. I mean, how do you how do you follow an act like it's that? It's hard to talk. It's hard to talk because <laughs> yeah. that's big. That's big news. I'm worried about it's it. It's big, like Hillary Duff's yeah. lips yeah. after a yeah. scallop. Even bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've chosen a story that I, this was actually a couple of weeks ago. This was just before the new year. So I hope it's not too old, but uh, I think it's one of the 
biggest things that's happened in pop culture ever, actually. Um, there were a couple of uh, Ana Diamas fans. This is this is Yesterday Gate. Do you know about Yesterday Gate? There were two two fans of Ana Diamas from Knives Out uh-huh. saw the trailer for the uh-huh. film Yesterday, the one where he. Uh, he, he was hit by lightning or something, and then the Beatles don't exist, so he writes all the Beatles oh, songs. Yeah. I've not seen it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 T- two fans of Anna Diarmas saw the trailer. Uh, she was in the trailer, so they spent three ninety nine to download it and watch it at home. She's not in the film. She was cut from the film. So they are now suing uh, Sony for $5 million in damages uh, because they feel betrayed as Anna Diarmas fans. And I think Sony... <laughs> Their, their first move was to throw out the lawsuit and go, you can't sue us for this. This is ridiculous. Things get cut out from trailers all the time. Uh, but some sort of high court judge has upheld it and said, no, they can sue you for that because it's false advertising. Uh, so that's now going to some kind of legal battle somewhere. I think it's huge. Oh, I think it could change everything. Wow. I do too. It's I big mean, stuff. It, it will change everything about shit that we don't pay any attention yeah. to. So we, it, once it has changed everything, we won't. Yeah, we don't need to but, worry about it. Well, presumably you can, you can sue films for, you know, you can you can sue and go, I thought this film looked good in the trailer and I didn't like exactly. it. So now I And then I went and saw I it and it was million. in fact bad. Yeah. I, I have a question. Was it Anna's Anna that's suing or her fans are suing? Her fans. These two fans who <gasps> oh, spent three ninety nine are suing. So presumably they, they wanted their three ninety nine back and then they thought, do you know what? I want more than three. I want five million. <laughs> well, okay. Let's let's talk. Oh no. Uh, let me talk you through the economics of of that choice. <laughs> okay. Frequently, I find that when I rent a film uh, for viewing at home, mm-hmm. uh, rather than simply streaming it, which would seem to be the more obvious choice, but yeah. they they were certain that they wanted it in their life. They wanted to support her. Yes, I find that it's. Um, that when I enjoy the film, which is almost always, I get such a return on my investment. Yeah. It's almost it almost doubles with each passing minute. So yeah. that at the end of the regular ninety minute movie, I <laughs> say to myself, or or to my partner, he'll he'll tell you this too. I'll say it out loud sometimes to him. I got five and a half million dollars worth of return on the movie for only three ninety nine. That was such an incredible deal. Yeah. So I, I would imagine that that's the same for them. It's yeah. exponential. That's exactly the word. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't get that, and I think they're absolutely they want it right. Stash Sony yeah. Pictures for it. The Sony Pictures won't miss it. No. They got, got all it. that money. They've got it. They got a savings account. They don't care. De Armas is your buzzing word. It's Great. stuff on De Armas. Great. It's going to be a little bit harder for you to get out when you need it. But yeah, yeah. Just set your little red wagon. Keep your buzzing words at the front of your mind okay. as we move forward. <clears throat> Duff versus De Armas. I'm so nervous. Start- oh, <laughs> yeah, it should be. It should be. Really this stressed. is where it gets okay. really serious. This is where okay. it gets really Really serious. Okay. You might find that you're allergic to the level of seriousness. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll find see. Out. Okay. We're starting the show with a round we're calling Celebrity Memoir Showdown. Now, Prince Harry, mm. Duke of Sussex. Before I say anything further about him, I know we're talking a lot about Nepo babies right now. I think you could you could almost call Prince Harry uh, a Nepo baby. I almost feel like he would not be Duke of Sussex if if his father were not. <laughs> Oh, I think that's unfair. That's I think that's unfair. I think that's taking think a you, lot away. No, I, I, I think, think he works you're right. No. Okay. He's worked out right there. Okay. I mean, we'll just we'll agree to disagree on that one. Anyway, he released his memoir this week, which again, I don't feel like I feel like if he were I feel like if he were just like a regular person named Harry, uh, and he came up with a memoir, I don't think we would care as much. But whatever. Anyway, it's called Spare. Uh, it is breaking records for nonfiction book sales in the UK. 
It has become the fastest selling nonfiction book ever. Joss, do you have a copy? I don't have a copy yet. I need to get down. Why not? I, I, uh, I've, I've been busy. I've been busy. I've yeah. decided it's my year, you know. I've been doing all that self-care <laughs> stuff. But I will. I will. It's top okay. of my list is to go and read his book. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. I mean, your book club will know if you haven't read it. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's some juicy stuff uh, in it, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, there's some juicy stuff. There's some juicy stuff. He He's fell on a dog his family. Bowl. He what? He fell on a dog bowl. He fell on a dog bowl? Yeah, he fell on his dog bowl and hurt his back. Everyone's right. talking about it over here. No. Have you not heard that's about what this? The, that's what they're talking about? Yeah, his brother uh, gave him a shove and he fell on his dog bowl. They well, also, I heard about the shove. I didn't hear about the dog He bowl. also oh. says that both him and William are circumcised, which they're saying is a little too oh. far. Yeah. They didn't he didn't need to put that in. So it feels irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, honestly, you got a foreskin, that will protect you from a frostbitten uh, dick tip, which we, he also got. Maybe that's where that came in. Maybe he was saying if only <laughs> that's where that came in. If only I had had the foreskin God gave me. Yeah. Anyway. Have you guys read it? Is it out over there? Is it just is it just It is out. It is out over here and right now I'm Do people just, care I, I feel as though I've read it. Because yeah. literally every word of it is like somebody's turning into content. Yeah. You know, it's every, everything's a bombshell. Um, and I also have to say, I don't, uh, I don't uh, care a whole lot. Oh, yeah. I don't care a whole lot. Uh, I did get to see Prince Harry play polo last summer, though. Did you? He lives out here. Yeah. By the way, Chase, here's a, a L.A. pro tip. You can just go right up to Santa Barbara, go up the 101. There's polo fields. Uh, uh, like on your right, as you as you approach Montecito, you can just like go on a Saturday afternoon, or Saturday or Sunday afternoon, and watch people play polo. It almost never costs anything. If it does, it's like five bucks. And sometimes it's Prince Harry. Whoa. Yeah, I would go to see Prince Harry, but I have no desire to go watch polo. So <laughs> it's interesting. I should I'll just like hope that Prince Harry is okay. there? Okay. Did he seem? Did he seem all right? Did he seem happy? Because the big thing everyone's saying over here is they they just hope he's okay. Did he seem all right? Uh, he's. He seemed happy. Great. He seems cool. he seems at home atop a horse. Nice. Uh, oh well. Uh, Good for him. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway. All right. So we've. Okay. Uh, that was the round. <laughs> That's not true. In this round, here's what we're going to do. We're going to test your knowledge of other celebrity autobiographies, uh, uh, specifically how long they spent on the bestsellers list. We found USA Today's list of the top ten celebrity memoir sales of the last ten years. So, uh, I will give you the names of the books, and you will tell us which one spent longer on the USA Today bestseller book charts. Okay. okay? So, you okay. guess by saying higher or lower. Okay. Great. Great. And, we'll, and we'll do this kind of, we'll do this, uh, it'll be like higher, lower, like uh, Price is Right kind of deal. Okay. Uh, okay. So, Chase, you're up first. Oh. Okay. Dave Grohl's The Storyteller, his memoir, Stayed in the bestseller charts for 15 weeks. Is Elton John's time in the charts with his book, Me, higher or lower than 15 weeks? Do I have to say Duff or not right now? No, this will be asked to, I mean, you can. It duff. feels good to say. Okay, Duff, yes. <laughs> higher. I'm afraid lower. <gasps> no. Me was only in no. the bestseller charts for, no. for 12 weeks. No. 12 weeks. Oh my gosh. Sir Elton yes. John? Sir Elton John. He must be I don't be even know who the first guy is. Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters. You know him. No. He's, he in, he's in the Muppet, the Muppet movie with Oh, Jason I know the Seagal. Muppets. Yeah, he, he, plays, uh, <laughs> he plays the drums in a Muppet movie. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Fine. Yeah. I'll take the loss. 
Um, I don't, I, I didn't read this book, so I don't know if it's true. And, uh, I don't know. I also don't know if I've said this on this podcast before or not, but, um, so his video for the song, I'm still standing famously shot on a, a beach in Nice. It's him and a bunch of dancers in body paint. Um, it was apparently an extremely windy day. So they kept like having to do takes over and over because sand was like blowing in people's faces and whatever. And, uh, and this was at the height of Elton John's cocaine problem. And in the middle of a take that was about to like be trashed because of blowing sand, he, he stopped everything and he said, you have to stop the wind. <laughs> like he demanded that like the director stop the actual wind. Oh, <laughs> not a good look. Which you can't do. There's a limit to what a, <laughs> you can't what a very do. good director can do. Yeah. Did you say you weren't sure if you'd said that on this podcast or on his podcast? Uh, on this podcast. I've never been. I thought for a minute I you were on Elton. I don't even know if he I thought you'd been on Elton John's podcast and I was going to ask what oh, it was like. Elton John doing an ad for a Casper mattress. I'd like to hear <laughs> okay. So we have established that Elton John's Me was in the bestseller, 12 weeks. bestseller charts wow. for 12 weeks. Jaws Norris was Tina Fey's bossy pants Ooh. in the charts higher was her time in the charts higher or lower than Elton John's? Well, Elton John's a, a big hero of mine. So in my in my head, I'm thinking Elton John's a sort of an all-time legend, whereas mm-hmm. Tina Fey is more more recent. So I'm I'm thinking that alone, I want to say Elton John is longer, but I've already learned to be surprised in this round. So I'm gonna <laughs> say the opposite of what I'm gonna say Tina Fey's was in the charts for longer. Joss Norris, you are right <gasps> on the money. She was on the charts for 77 weeks. Whoa! Oh my God. That's yeah. huge. That's huge. She's very good. I just want to say, that's what I would have guessed too. Mm-hmm. Well, it gets you nothing because that's a question for you. <laughs> Fine. Uh, Jaws, Elton is a hero. In what way have you modeled your life after Elton Jaws? Um, I think I've just tried to... Um, uh, tried to kind of have him in the back of my mind a lot of the time. Uh, mm. have a sort of a what would Elton John do vibe about stuff. Mm. The trouble is I don't really know much about him or his life or his outlook, to be honest. I've listened to his songs and I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of, yeah. the rest I've kind of assumed. I've sort of just led the life I've <laughs> chosen for myself. But I've told myself right. that Elton John would probably approve of it. I don't think okay. I've done anything that he would have hated. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. so Elton John is like a uh, like a Jiminy Cricket. On yeah, shoulders, yeah, he's but, my conscience. That, uh, only way. tells you what you already wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> Great. Great. Good. He's really proud. <laughs> yeah, he, he would be. Yeah. Uh, back to you, Chase O'Donnell. Uh, okay. Higher or lower than uh, Tina Fey's 77 Weeks on the bestseller charts? Amy Poehler's Yes, Please. Duff. Uh, <laughs> yes. I think... Um, Amy's was lower. Well, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. 34 pathetic weeks on the bestseller <laughs> wow. charts. Still more than Elton. Yes, please. Elton's losing. Still more than Elton. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I thought she's Elton nearly was, three was, times was as good as Elton. Yeah, well. I'm going to have to Not in the world of no. book. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, what if Tina Fey is your new little conscience yeah. embodied? Yeah. I might make it her. Uh, Jaws Norris. Yeah. Jaws Norris. Uh, Bruce Springsteen did a memoir <gasps> called Born to Run, which is on the, it was its run on the charts, higher or lower than Amy Poehler's 34 Weeks. I read that book and it was very good. Did you? I'm going to say it was higher. I loved it. Lower. <sighs> it's in the charts for 15 weeks, Oh my Jasmine. God, it's musicians. People don't want to read books by musicians. I guess that's true. I bought it and I started it and I found it to be totally humorless. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I expect him to be, you know, bossy pants hilarious, but I, you know, it was, it was, it was just kind of, 
It was a little. How many weeks did you say it was on? Fifteen weeks. Fifteen. Fifteen okay. weeks. Maybe so Chase, back to you. Everyone to read it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they kept buying fresh copies for that fifteen <laughs> weeks, hoping that the next one would be better. Uh, okay, Chase, back to you. Mm-hmm. Mindy Kaling's "Is Everyone Hanging Out with Me and <clears throat> Other Con- Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me and Other Concerns" higher or lower than Bruce Springsteen's fifteen weeks? Higher. Seventeen weeks. Ooh. Chase O'Donnell. Nice. You did it. Nice. Woo-hoo! And finally, back to you, Jaws Norris. Yep. Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. Ooh. Higher or lower than Mindy Kaling's 17 weeks? I think, I mean, we've heard some big numbers. We've heard 34 and 77, and we're on 17 mm-hmm. at the moment. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say higher. You're doing statistical analysis. Yeah, I'm giving it a go. You're absolutely right. 58 weeks on the bestseller charts for Matthew McConaughey's Ramblings. People loved that one. Yeah, I guess they did, huh? Yeah. Mm, I didn't either. I didn't either. Uh, You are tied. Two points apiece at the end of round one. Nice. Let's get right into round two. It's called Riders Blocked. Mm. As we start a new year, a whole mess of art enters the grand world of public domain, including the last bits of Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock Holmes books, some Agatha Christie stuff, uh, the complete artwork of M.C. Escher. It's all in the public domain. You can use it if you want. But the most surprising bit of new public domain art is a poem from a much more recent piece of media, the video game Minecraft. So yeah, most of our listeners probably only know Minecraft from being the thing that their kids stare at while they're trying to get their attention. But it apparently has an end credits sequence, which contains a seven minute poem. The author of that poem, Julian Guff, Gal, Julian, Julian G, apparently never signed a contract with the game's producers. Um, He was on mushrooms at the time and he just decided to give the whole thing away to the public uh, instead of making it uh, like a, a thing that was uh, could, like unique to him and would bring him money. Anyway, could it be worth uh, money? How would he get money from it? Read it out. Uh, how would he get money from it? So, so like, I, a, I guess from like licensing it and and getting like payment in some way from right. him. He was just like, no, yeah. have it, and then anyone can use it. Oh, that's good. It's wow. the weirdest uh, effect of mushrooms since uh, Ben Fold's friend took a trip and <laughs> climbed a tree at Robert Sledge's party. <laughs> if you got that reference. I love you. Never stop listening to Troubled Waters. Anyway, uh, so the origin of the end poem may be uh, a a little kooky, but this is hardly the first poet whose art has been impacted by chemical substances. So today we're going to play a a, a simple little game. I'm going to read you a series of quotes. You will have to buzz in with your buzz in words. Okay. You've got that down pat, Casey. Jaws, yeah, I've not been practicing. I, I need to. I've been practicing. Been practicing. I've been practicing. Sorry, I'm behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we go. Down, down, down. Buzz in and tell okay. me. You gotta, you gotta uh, tell me. Is this a line from the super dense and mushroom infused end poem of Minecraft, or is it a quote from the writing of alcoholic womanizer, scribbler, uh, scribbler of words, hero to the worst people on earth, Charles Bukowski? Simple as okay. that. I read the quote, you buzz in, you say Minecraft or Bukowski. Go That's ahead. it. Got it? Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I see the look on your face, Chase. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Uh, it's, gonna, it's like 50-50 for me here. It's, it's kind of 50-50 for everyone. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. So, number one, verse one. And the universe said, you are the universe tasting itself, talking to itself. 
Dionys. Jaws. I think I think that's Minecraft. That is Minecraft. <gasps> that is Minecraft. Wow. Okay. Good job. It's beautiful. Two number two, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. That's number beautiful. two. It's it's all it's like wow. Yeah. You hear it and you go yeah. wow. <laughs> uh, number two. Too strong for this dream. To tell them how to live is to prevent them from living. Duff. Yes, Chase. I, I just am gonna say Minecraft as well. Minecraft as well. Ooh. Turns out you guys are really good at this. <laughs> uh, number three. What matters most is how well you walk through the fire. Duff. Oh. Yes. Bukowski. 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 Bukowski is correct. Bukowski is correct. Number four, the free soul is rare, but you know it when you see it. Deamus. Bukowski. That is correct. Wow. You guys are are too good at this. You guys are too good at this. Okay. Um, I'm going to switch it up now to make it harder because you guys are too good at this. Starting now, if it's Minecraft, you have to say Minecowski. And if it's Bukowski, you got to say Bukraft. Bukraft. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. If it's it's Bukowski, you say Bukraft. It's Bukraft. Yes, if it's mine, I have to say Minecowski. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay I'm ready. Right. Number five, a story that contains the truth safely in a cage of words, not the naked truth that can burn over any distance. Duff, Bukowski. Yes. No. Those are not the words that we agreed on. No. Sorry for getting so excited. Okay, I'll default it. I, oh shit! What do I think? And what does that mean? Um, Come on! I think uh, uh, Bookcraft. Bookcraft. Oh, oh, Bookcraft. Well, you're yeah. both wrong because it's oh. actually Minecowski because it was from Minecraft. Oh, oh, that's okay. What, oh no, that's not what I thought. Yes, that's not what I thought. Okay, so Bukowski is okay. actually his name. Yeah. Bookcraft Minecowski. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yes. Cool. Okay. Okay. Number six. A spark can set a whole forest on fire. Just a spark. Save it. Dionys. Oh. Oh, yes, Charles. Bukowski. Bukowski, which means Bukowski. Yes. yes. That's what I was uh, going to okay. guess. Number seven. Okay. <laughs> there you are, your body touching the universe again at every point as though you were separate things. As though we were separate things. Duff. Yes. Mine Kowski. Correct. <sighs> Correct. You are rolling with this. He likes the challenging universe, new chain. Guy, he? <laughs> mm-hmm. he keeps talking about the universe. Yeah. He's, well, he's connected. He's, yeah. he's, he's really clued connected. into the he's universe. Seen it. He's, yeah, he's I, seeing I like it his all. Phone. He's breathing with it. <laughs> Number eight. Who are we? Once we were called the spirit of the mountain. Diamus. Oh. Uh, Blue- yes, Diamus. Jaws. Bucraft? Minecraft. <gasps> Minecowski. Wow. Number nine. Beware of those who seek constant crowds. They are nothing alone. Duff. Chase. Chase. <laughs> Bukraft. Bukowski, Bukraft. <laughs> Ten and finally. Okay. The days were short. There was much to do, and death was a temporary inconvenience. Damus. Yes. Bukraft? Incorrect. <gasps> to steal. M- Minkowski. Yes, oh. that is correct. Well played. Oh, and well played. Much, much I'm like so the, stressed. the yes, much okay. like the the mouth of Hillary Duff, uh, Chase O'Donnell has exploded. <laughs> oh my god! Two, seven points, just behind 
Jaws Norris with five. We're gonna take a little break. <sighs> take a little shellfish break. Uh, we'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. Parenting. It's hard, but don't worry, you're not alone. Belly up to the low bar with one bad mother and let us remind you that fine is good enough. They want to climb on different things. And how am I supposed to keep them both from dying? (laughs) There is a right way to do this. And if I can figure out that right way, I'm going to be a good parent. So that is not a thing. So join us each week and let us tell you that you are doing a good job. You can listen to One Bad Mother on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey! Oh my gosh! It's a good game. To Troubled Waters. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a very good game so far. You guys are you guys are well matched. You guys yeah. are very well matched. It's close. Uh, those voices that you are hearing are those of our contestants, Chase O'Donnell and John Norris. I am your host, Dave Holmes. Our next round is called Child's Playing. This month, the long-awaited killer AI doll movie Megan was released in theaters after its trailer just exploded online. I'm going to see it tonight. Very excited. Uh, The film follows in a grand tradition of murderous toy movies. So today we are going to play a game celebrating the fact that even now, one of your own toys could be plotting to kill you. Mm. So this game is simple enough. I have 10 mystery boxes arranged here in front of me. They're out of my uh, Zoom frame, but they they are right here in front of me. Okay. Uh, they're, they're numbered one to 10. Each one contains a song. Each box has a 50-50 chance of containing either a classic jingle for a popular toy or the song Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. Okay? <laughs> okay. okay. So you're going to go back Wait, and what forth. What are the odds? 50-50? 50-50. Well, that makes it quite so, hard. You will take turns going back and forth, picking a box from one to 10. If your box has a toy in it, you get a point. Because toys are fun and points are fun. Well, if it has Psycho Killer in it, you do not get a point. You will your score will run, run, run away from point scoring. Okay. Towards, uh, not getting points. Okay. But we don't so, lose a point. You don't lose a point. No. 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 I I have a question. So yes, is it? Have you put these in the boxes randomly, or is there any way we They're could psychologically? Oh, so we can't get we can't game it and work no, out no, why no, you might have no, put them in which can't box. Game it at all. Okay. Can't game it. At right. All. No. Cool. Unless unless you're some sort of like crazy super you know Hannibal Lecter genius and you and you really like you've read just you know my body language and all that kind of thing but I I, I don't know I, I don't I don't see that in you Jaws nah, so. I'm not I'm not very anyway. clever <laughs> so we will we will start with you Jaws because you are just okay. a tiny bit behind give me okay. a number between one and ten um I'm gonna go for six please box six, number six. If, it's a to- if it's a toy you get a point if it's a killer you get a no point. I get murdered. Psycho no! Oh, Jaws. Oh, Jaws. I'm so sorry. You got killed by a psycho killer. Qu'est-ce <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. Horrific. Points for you. Chase? Yeah. Number between one and ten. That is not six. Five. Five. Okay. Oh, she. it's almost like she's trying to game in yeah, just a yeah. tiniest bit because it's like it could never be two killers in a row. Well, let's find out. It's not just a toy. It's my buddy. What's my buddy? <laughs> my buddy. My buddy was a doll for boys. It was right. like oh. a little boy. It was essentially it was a it was like a Chucky doll before Chucky. Oh, I think I think that's what they based Chucky on. 
from the Rugrats or from that scary movie? From the Chucky, oh, Child's Play, I guess, the, from the Child's Play. Uh, okay. Yeah. What did it do? Yeah. Did it do anything? Or it just, it was just there? No, it was, it was just, just a doll. boy. It was nice. just a boy. So like it gave, it gave young boys Some plausible deniability. Like, nice. oh yeah, I'm not, this is, it's not a doll. It's my buddy. <laughs> it's my buddy. Okay. Back to Jaws okay. number between one and 10. Um, I'm going to go with one. I think one is clear. I've got a good feeling. It's clear. Let's find out. Psycho killer. No! I swear, Jaws, we're not doing that. Oh, we're not just doing this. We're not just doing wow. this on purpose. We're not trying to kill you. Okay. We're not trying to oh, kill this you. This is awful. This is but awful. we are killing you. Yeah. No for you. It hurts so much. Oh, boy. Well, it's, you know, it's getting, getting, getting stabbed. It's not yeah. supposed to feel good. Yeah. Chase, number between one and ten. I'm going to do three. Yes. Oh boy. Uh, well, sooner or later, he was gonna have to stop stabbing uh, on Jaws. I felt good about three. Okay. Well, nothing for you, Jaws. Number between one and ten, please. I I don't think there's three killers in a row. I think that's uh, mm. I think that'd be crazy. So I'm gonna go two. I think there's a toy in there. Let's find out. What? Walks downstairs alone and repairs and makes a slinkity sound. A spring has spring, a marvelous thing. Everyone knows it's slinky. Everyone knows it's slinky. Slinky. Lovely. I've actually never heard the original of that. I've heard heard other people sing it. I, yeah, I mean, I I definitely remember seeing that commercial, but I I really forgot the word slinkity, which really I feel I have just now discovered. Uh, that I'm allergic to. Like it, it actually, it affects me the way that people say moist affects them. Yeah. Uh, Slinky. yeah. Slinky. I once, um, I once made uh, Jimmy Pardo vomit by saying the word drippins too many times because <laughs> that's his word. Uh, like bacon drippins, and I and I he was like, I, I please, I can't hear that word, and I was, and so I just wouldn't stop because I, I just thought it annoyed him, and he actually had to leave the room. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Carter, former president Jimmy Carter. We were building a home. No, uh, Jimmy Pardo. Oh, right. Okay. Hilarious comedian Jimmy Pardo. Who, uh, wow. Don't say drippings around that guy. Is he okay now? Uh, I don't know if he's not he listening. Not seen him since. I don't know if he is. What was that? That one was number two. Okay, yes. Okay, uh, back to you, Chase. You know, I'm just going to go off on a limb here and say 10. <gasps> 10. Yeah. Bold, bold move. My little pony, my little pony, call and brush her hair. My little pony. I love my little pony. That was amazing. That was great. Have you got any more of that? Can we hear some more of that? My little pony. Honestly, can we hear just like a tiny bit more of that? My little pony, my little pony, call and brush her There's a world in there. There's, yeah, that was that's, great. That's beautiful. Have you ever heard the full, well, you probably, none of you have heard the, the full mix of the Fireman Sam theme tune, I'm guessing. You've probably not the seen what? Fireman Sam. No. There's the a, what? There was a show in, in the, I think it's from the 70s. It was about a fireman yeah. who lived in a little um, Welsh village called Pontypandy. He'd go around oh. and he'd put out fires. It had a sure. fun little theme tune. If you listen to the full version, it's got one of the best guitar solos ever recorded in it. Really? Tucked, tucked away at the back Sam. of the Fireman Sam theme tune. It's really great. Wow. Okay. But first, get into Fireman Sam. You've probably kind of got to do that work first. 
and then go and listen to the full mix of the theme tune and then it's too much actually it's too much work to do. i can't are There's you saying so many hours fire and sam or fireman fireman sam Fire do you call them? Yeah. Do you call them firemen over there, or are they called fire? We do oh, firemen. Fire, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fire, firemen. Yeah, okay, firemen. I the first couple of times you said it, I was like flamen Sam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really didn't know what you were saying. I'm okay. so sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I believe it is your turn, Joss. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for seven. Mm. Seven. Yeah. yeah, good one. Light, bright, light. Bright. What was that? Uh, that what was that for? That felt cheap. That was uh, for Light Bright. Oh. Which was a toy that looked like a cathode ray tube TV. And you would, <laughs> if there was a front of it that you would put black construction paper on. And it would have like, uh, and there were little colored pegs that you would put in to pierce the black thing. And then the light that shone from the back would illuminate the little pegs like, like jewels. Uh, and then the dog would eat them or they would be on the floor and your dad would step on them or whatever. It was, it was, it was a toy that was fun for like a week. Yeah. It doesn't sound it much was like, like a toy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it felt like work. Sounds like a yeah. there were bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nuisance. Everywhere. Yeah. It was, uh, it had less staying power than uh, a new year's resolution, quite frankly. Mm. Uh, Chase O'Donnell, back to you. I'm going to go with four. I'm feeling very confident with this. Okay. Mm. With this guess. Psycho <gasps> oh no! <laughs> you have both been killed so many times. Oh I can't no! Keep track. I was so confident. Okay. Can't even keep track. <laughs> okay. No points for you. Jaws, okay. back to you. Eight and nine are open. Which one do you want? Oh, I would like. Eight, please. Eight. Okay, yeah. let's hear it. And go fishing. Hey, hey, look at me and Weeble. <gasps> the Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Romperoo makes Weeble toys. Weeble. I'm trying to picture that recording session. More whimsical. That was after hours. Just, just, oh, God. That's yeah, an old version. Yeah, I, re I remember. I weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. That endured. That that lasted a while. Because there were now many it's iterations of that. Yeah, it's weebles wobble, but they don't fall down, which is oh. much more catchy than what you just played. Yeah, that yeah. was rough. It's seventies. It's hot and yeah. Did they the kind of? Songs. Did they keep redoing it then? Did they like re-record? They kept the theme tune, but they they did different versions yeah. or something. Must yeah, be. I mean, they they revealed the essential truth that weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. But it was just like, how do we express it? Yeah, how, yeah. How do yeah. we make the kids care? Yeah. Uh, okay, nine is the only box oh, that no. is available for you to open. I don't feel confident about it, but nine. I'm going to say nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's hardly, hardly any suspense there. Yeah. Much like the reboot of Scream. <laughs> we kind of knew what was going to happen. Is it not good? Uh, it, was, I, it was fine. I don't remember anything from it. Right. It was okay. Was there that was guy with a screen mask in it? Sure was. Oh, so turns out there are a couple of them oh, working no. together. Oh. You know how it goes Ooh. in those movies sometimes. Ooh. Spoiler alert. Uh, okay. Uh, Chase, you're still in the lead. Really? Oh, has slipped. You have nine points. Jaws, you have eight. Ooh. <gasps> oh, my God. Game. Game. Let's Any, go. Anyone's game. Seriously, it's no. anyone's game. 
You guys, let's go okay. inside. I mean that like mentally. Let's yeah. like yeah, 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 let's yeah, go yeah, inward. Yeah. Let's line up our mental soldiers. Let's take a little break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. This week on Bullseye, Tom Hanks, as you've never heard him before, mad. You moron. Thank you for the use of the turn signal. Way to use your blinker, idiot. That's Bullseye for MaximumFun.org and NPR. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Chase O'Donnell and Jaws Norris. It is time for our final round. <gasps> this one. Oh, my God. I'm very oh excited gosh. about. This is our 2023 year in review, beginning of the year edition. Uh, these days, <laughs> the best part of any year seems to be the end of it. We are already nostalgic for two weeks ago when we were so excited to like recap our favorite things from 2022 and to look forward to 2023. I don't feel like waiting until the end of December to do that for 2023. So I thought, let's do it now. Yeah. So in this round, nice. Good we're going to give you the names. We're going to give you just some stuff from 2023 that you don't know about yet. But we want you to tell us about them and how they changed your life. And, you know, all, all of those important things that we need to know about the thing and its effect on you and its effect on the culture as if you were looking back. Uh, so what what happened in it? What was it? What was surprising? What worked? What didn't work? Uh, make it all up. Make us wish we had not missed it when it was in theaters uh, early in 2023. Oh, they're all movies. Okay. Yeah, I think they're all going to be movies. They're all movies. Actually, you know what? Let's 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 just just uh, just as a, a way to like ease in, just uh -huh. a way to ease in, yeah, just a warm up exercise. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be uh, given points for this, but let's just <laughs> it's it's December thirty first, two thousand twenty three, as we all know. Um, Chase, how was your year? How did the world change? Uh, I mean, I hate to say it, Jaws, but it was my year. Oh, um, I, I, oh. I hate to tell I'm you. Sorry, I. I, yeah. I got the vibe that it was someone's year. It was someone on yeah. this call. I'm so sorry. I, I, I misread the signals. Congratulations. My year. Thank you. That's it fantastic. was. But, you know, overall for everyone, people are feeling happy. They're at peace. Like things have calmed down with COVID and pandemic and people mm. are back and they're vibrant. Nice. And that's wow. what I want to say. Like, what a great year. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm giving you two points for that little warm-up <laughs> exercise just because I really, I'm, I want people fucking vibrant again. Yeah. Oh, good. We've been lovely. dusty as fuck for yeah, years. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. We're vibrant. We wiped mm. our, we wiped off, mm. and now we're shining again. Yeah. Oh, Politics. True. So chill. Sounds yeah, just like so chill. Yeah. Respectful, and it's like people can disagree, but it's like. You know what? Here's what I like about what you had to say. Here's here's why I appreciate your commitment to what you say, even though I don't agree with it. I, mm -hmm. I, I believe that you come at it honestly and from a place of real uh, uh, passion and interest. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's exactly how the year went. Thank you. That's exactly how the year went. God, mm-hmm. do you remember just a few months ago when we weren't like that? Thank God that shit's over. <laughs> yeah. Jaws, how about you? How was your 2023? Terrible year. Really terrible year, sadly. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously I went into it with high hopes. I, I misunderstood that it was going to be my year. Um, I got that wrong. Um, it was a disaster. It was, you know, the more I tried to make it into my year, the, the more apparent it was that this year was not for me. Um, a lot of friends uh, abandoned me, kind of just oh. left me. Yeah, well, well, I just I kept trying to kind of push glow ups and like personal transformations and things. I was trying to go for that, like we want to be vibrant, we want to be happy, we want to be out there again. People just found it too much. They asked me to stop uh. and just calm down and get a mm. handle on things. Um, I went bigger and bigger. I've I've not seen any of my friends in six months now it was july july was the kind of the end point for mm. a lot of the cutoff. a lot of major close relationships um yeah things aren't good i've not eaten a cooked meal in a long time um i've lost the will i just eat sweet corn out of the tin uh since october i like it i like it but uh <laughs> i i do look at who i was last year and i feel i feel sad about it you know i've let things slide oh awesome. I'm giving you two points for that one also because Thanks, I feel like I need, I need it. Yeah, I need it. I feel like you need. I feel like you need a little. <laughs> I've had a terrible year, but it. Yeah, it does get us right back where we started. You're still behind by one, but whatever. oh yeah, you just never know. You just I'm never know. So sorry. Yeah, boy. Mm. That's okay. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. This yeah. had to happen to Thank you. to someone for you guys yeah. to have the year you wanted. You know. Yeah. 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 Chase. Um, yeah. Let's move on from this. Bummer. Downer, yeah. Talk about uh, back in March, Wonka was released. Uh, you know, sort of a like a CW reboot, basically, of the Willy Wonka story. It was the the early pre Chocolate Factory years of William Wonka, um, obviously, uh, famously starring Timothy Chalamet. Tell oh. me everything about how you experienced Wonka. Right, because you just said the details of the spot on. Um, <laughs> I loved it. I'm a Willy Wonka fan. I, I, um, the, they call, they call us Wonka heads. This Wonka, um, version, my favorite yet. I think Timothy Chalamet, um, is a heartthrob as Wonka. I think all the girls went crazy over young Wonka. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool to see his origin story, um, how much he just loved chocolate as a kid. And what, what, was, what was the most yeah. surprising part of the movie for you? That it was a one-man show. It's just Timothy Chalamet, That's which great. was that he was able to pull that off. He plays yeah. not just Wonka, but he's every character. His his lover, his parents, his grandparents, the extras. He does it all, which was really impressive. Bold. Yeah. What was um, which of the many set pieces in the movie like really turned you out? Uh, his couch that they they made it out because he's like a little like chocolate fanatic so they made his couch out of chocolate as a kid like he and he concocted it himself but obviously it was a prop designer um but the the fact that it was a couch and chocolate and a little bit like like a marshmallow couch where like it would like bounce um, that was real. That wasn't CGI. Is that what it is? CGI? CGI, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that. Yeah. It was really chocolate and marshmallows yeah. as a couch. Holy cow. Wow. That That is your time. <sighs> and I love that too. And I also love that they're they're releasing it 
um, for the holiday season in like an actual, like something that you can do for your home. And there's a version with a graham cracker base that you can fold out and it's a fold out s'mores couch. Isn't that fun? Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Cool? Really good marketing for I this I think very shop. good marketing. I, I love <laughs> yeah. to eat my furniture. Uh, yeah. Four points to you for that. Recap. Oh, thank oh, you. Wonka, the <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Willy Wonka film. I, I know his hair is going to, I know his hair did look great in it, I should say. Uh, Jaws Norris. Hello. In June, in June, our lives were changed forever by Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Tell me everything about this film. This film, the it made a really bold choice, actually, in kind of flip, like most of the films have, have mainly been about Indiana Jones with the, the, mm -hmm. the second bit of the title kind of being the thing that he's chasing. Um, and this film kind of flips that on its head in that it's the main character is a is a dial is is this dial of destiny. Uh, Indiana Jones doesn't really feature in the film that much. He kind of introduces it, and it's it's a real kind of change of of genre and pace. He put, he plays Indiana Jones as a kind of a, a crotchety old sort of um, like sheriff type figure who's like, let me tell you a story, and you only see him for the first uh, ten seconds and the last. Uh, eight seconds. He says, let me tell you a story. And then there's this entire film about, about the Dial of Destiny that I'll get to. And then at the end he goes, hope you enjoyed it. And that's it. Really aggressive, just straight down the camera. Hope you enjoyed it. And then that's it. I think the cast like, is great. It brings back... Uh, yeah, who uh, else is in the cast? Who else is it brings back John Rhys-Davies from the, from the uh, old Indiana Jones films, but upgrades his part to... He now plays this Dial. Um, and it's it's this sort of anthropomorphic. It's animated, of course, because you can't make a live action film about a about a dial. But he is a dial that used to belong to an appliance. He was like a sort of a temperature dial or, or kind of the, the volume on a speaker or something. Well, he doesn't know where he came from. No, yeah, he's got no idea. It's like, do you remember the Brave Little Toaster? Yes, yeah, it very much put piece. me in the mind of, yeah. of the Brave Little Toaster. Um, Marcel the, the Shell. Yeah, he has to yeah. team up with these uh, other with these other kind of like dispossessed appliances and try and work out what they belong to. Uh, so he has to, right. he, you know, his his best friend is a is a knob from a, from maybe an electric blanket or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then they meet up with a switch and a nozzle. You know, all these different kind of parts. Uh, and then of course at the end they realize that they're stronger together and that if they kind of build themselves together, they can become uh, an appliance themselves. I thought it was great. It didn't feel like an Indiana Jones film. I think yeah. that was fair. That was what yeah. all the reviews said. We're like, well, this isn't an Indiana Jones yeah. film. Well, it, yeah. it was, you know, it was. Like, he was in it at the start and at the end. And it, it was called Indiana. Like, it was an Indiana Jones film. So I didn't understand that criticism. Kind of, I get that it's, yeah. di it's different, right, well, yeah. but I loved it. I really loved it. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for, for hitting all that. And it, it remind like, you, you gave me great detail. You gave mm. me... Uh, like strong, strong memories. Mm. Uh, but now, now it's like I remember when I showed up at the movie theater, all excited. Day it came out, all excited to see it, and and I looked at the poster, and I and then I wiped it, and it 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 was Indiana Jones presents the dialogue. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. Did that people to were every people poster. were annoyed about that. Yeah, they sort of put some they did dust that to every over poster, the, but it's like, it. oh yeah. no, it's like it actually really always said that there must have been something over the top of it. that said. Indiana Jones presents the dialogue. Yeah. That made me mad. Well, so, two fans and, and are I know that's suing. not your fault, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. Get your five million. So my lawyer is not, is not does not come cheap. So this you've really brought up a lot of unpleasant memories. Oh, so only sorry. one point for oh. you for that oh, one. No, oh, so ouch. But, ouch. but... I didn't make the movie. But guess what, you guys? But guess what, you guys? <laughs> what? That means it's a tie. 2023 oh. is everybody's year. <laughs> 
That's beautiful. It's Chase O'Donnell's year. You're it's Josh Norris's year. That's it's Dave Holmes's year. That's so it's nice. Christian Dwayne's year. Listener, it's your year. Yeah. Person sitting next to the listener who can hear me yelling through their earbuds. I'm sorry, but it's your year too. <laughs> wow. You did it. You yes. did it. That's wow. 2023. <laughs> oh, never what a great Ana year. Ana de Armas gets to win. The jerky people suing Sony Pictures get to win $5.5 million. Hillary Duff gets to win her feud with uh, Lindsay Lohan, and she and her lips go down. Oh, and they're she, Everybody yeah. wins. She absolutely does. She never learns a thing. That's Hillary Duff for you. <laughs> That's Hillary Duff for you. Okay, it is now time for plugs. Tell us what you're working on, and then to write the karmic scale, tell us something someone else made that you want the world to know about. Chase O'Donnell, we'll start with you. Um, I, like you said at the beginning, my stand-up special is coming out February 9th called People Pleaser. Um, it's on YouTube, so free, and I'm excited that it's going to be accessible for everyone to watch. Um, so I guess set your calendar? I don't know. Uh, and, uh, and then plug something that I want Mm -hmm. other people to know. Um, I mean, I just watched the movie um, Ticket to Paradise, and I oh, really okay. loved it. With Did you George, really? With George Clooney and Julia Roberts. I don't think it got good reviews, no, and it was <laughs> incredible acting. Really? Some of the best really? acting. Wow. Yeah. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I'm serious. No, no, really? I'm not pulling your leg. But I've also been told I don't have the greatest taste. So <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a, but with I, a grain I really, of I really suggest. Like the you okay. watch that movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not convinced, but listen. <laughs> well. Someone will be. Someone yeah, will be. It, if you like rom-coms. Okay. Oh, it's yeah. a really oh, good one. I do. Very yeah. down-to-earth and grounded. All right. In paradise? I thought it was set in paradise. It, yeah. But it's still it down-to-earth and grounded. Yeah. Still oh. down-to-earth wow. and grounded. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. What do you know? George Clooney and Julia Roberts can do anything. Charles mm-hmm. Norris, how about you? Uh, I have, like you mentioned earlier, I have a, a radio sitcom that uh, you can listen to called The Dream Factory. It's on BBC Sounds, if you Google that. Uh, I play a dream delivery boy in it. Uh, it's an amazing cast who are involved in it, uh, so that's that's something. Also, I don't know if anybody listening to this is in the UK, but for the UK listeners, I'm doing a couple of final shows of my show Blink, in which I'm a deluded magician at the Vault Festival in London on the 3rd and 4th of February. Uh, so if anybody in the UK wants to come to that, you'd be very welcome. Um, and for Karmic Balance, plugging something somebody else has made, uh, John Luke Roberts is is still involved in, in this show, isn't he? He, sure he is. contributes. Uh, he recently Absolutely. made a, uh, a sort of comic uh, documentary for BBC Radio 4. There's a series where they, they do kind of comedic, entertaining uh, breakdowns of famous books, and he sort of explodes mm-hmm. infinite jest. Uh, which I think people either love or will never read because they don't want to because of the size of it. Uh, And he kind of takes you through it so you don't ever need to read it, essentially. And it's excellent and he's great. So that's that's an excellent program that's worth listening to. Oh, I love it. I need that in my life. I have that on my shelf. I... I have not even... I I get... I'm daunted by its its size and weight. Yeah. It's massive. Really, truly, one of my resolutions this year is to read the books that I own. Because I like, I go and I like, I buy four books at the bookstore and I read one and three go on the shelf. And then I go back to the bookstore and I find, yeah, do four more books and the yeah. thing. And it just repeats and repeats. And I, all I want to do is like finish, like do some book shopping inside my own home for free. 
because I've already paid for them. And I don't know if it'll extend to infinite jest, so I might just have to yeah. give that a listen instead. Thank you. Chase O'Donnell, Jaws Norris, thank you so much for being here, truly. And have an excellent 2023. And you deserve you. it. Thank you. Deserve you. It. Cold showers thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> and you there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. Person next to the person in the headphones again. I apologize, but have a great year. Uh, we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Bye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Chase O'Donnell. Make a noise, Chase O'Donnell. Hi. Yay. Yay. Jaws Norris, <laughs> make a noise. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. We thank them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas. Woo! And Laura Swisher. And it's it's actually Laura Swisher's year, 2023. <gasps> I'm, I'm reading on the script. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. everybody. Yeah, it's Laura it Swisher's year. Oh well. Yeah. Better luck in 24. Bye, everybody. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.